Michael Joseph O'Brien looked up serenely as Frankie followed her clumsy, leaden-footed chaperone into the small, windowless visitor's room and made as if to rise to his feet. His old eyes were blue-gray, benign. His sparse silver hair was cropped down to his skull, his grizzled white beard neatly trimmed. There was a pacific stillness in his face, the stillness of a man at one with himself. Only his pale hands and his long, delicate fingers hinted at some shrouded inner turmoil. They entwined, clasped and unclasped. Stay seated, Michael, prison officer Raymond said. He was an over-muscled, red-necked kid in his twenties, more nightclub doorman, bouncer by any other name, than prison officer. His tone was respectful, grudgingly respectful, almost as if he couldn't help himself, and he resented it. You know the rules. Hands where I can see them at all times, please. Stupid bloody prison rules. Why hold a 77-year-old with a heart condition in a purpose-built state-of-the-art maximum security unit? It was beyond Frankie. Okay, so Her Majesty's prison service worked in mysterious ways. But for goodness sake, what was it scared of? Public opinion, most likely. The old man placed his hands on the table. His white shirt was unbuttoned at the neck. A worn brown suit, frayed cuffs, freshly pressed. First impressions? Proud, precise, and meticulous about his appearance. In control. Always in control. Even in this monochrome, cold, antiseptic environment, he was in control. Had she expected this? Frankie made and held eye contact with Michael Joseph O'Brien. Child killer. Forgive me, the old man said. The faraway, nearly lost soft echoes of his Irish boyhood lingering in his voice. His gaze was unwavering, curious, rueful, unthreatening. I was brought up to believe that manners maketh the man. A gentleman should always get up when a lady enters the room, especially a beautiful red-headed lady. Prison officer Raymond chuckled lowly. Don't mind the blarney, Mrs. Ransom, he said gruffly, taking the opportunity to re-establish she wasn't at Wadden Hall on official business, that she was just another visitor. He was worrying about the incident in the corridor now. Frankie could tell. She could almost hear his mind clicking over. Frankie ignored him, completely, definitively.